You're about to listen to another Bonversation. If you like this episode, you can find more at johnlebon.com. Bonversations feature the most interesting and insightful people in the act realm and beyond. Every episode is made possible by people like you who value and support independent media. Now here's your host, JLB. It wasn't a tent, it was this magnificent thing. So if I say words like the Golden Sheeples or Ray West or We Like Radiation or PK Truth or Free Radio Revolution or any of these things, if any of that means anything to you, you're going to love this conversation because I've got with me one of the all-time greats of the so-called truth movement. He used to be top of the pops and everybody knew him. And then a few years ago, he kind of disappeared along with the rest of the so-called truth movement. But I found him. I tracked him down. We've got with us today, Learn of the Jesuit Order, coming to us from somewhere in America. Locho, great to have on the show. Coming from Stockton, California, complete shithole. Well, I'm glad you made the time for us. I know that you work a night shift. So this is actually, even though it's still daytime over there, it's kind of like your afternoon or evening equivalent, something like this. <laughs> It's too hot where I work. I was like, the hell with that. I'm going to take the midnight shift. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that we finally organized this. Now, I can see that you've got a beer in your hands. I usually try not to drink too much these days. However, I had a feeling that you want to have a beer, and I've got a couple of beers in the fridge for hour two, but for hour one, I'm on my best behavior. We've got a lot to talk about because some of the audience don't know who you are. So why don't we start from the start? Why did you get involved in the so-called YouTube truth movement? And for the people who weren't there back in 2014, 15, tell us a little bit about this. What were you doing there? What were other people doing there? How did you and I first come to meet? Give us a bit of a background here. The floor is yours. Well, before you get to that, what is the truth movement? So for me, what I understand is you have Rome becoming the Roman Catholic Church, and you have the Bible, and the contradiction contradictions in the bible but you have this system where rome decides they're going to pick one religion for whatever reasons there's just probably various reasons why this developed but they're going to become christian and they keep adding shit and adding shit which apparently happened with the whole bible thing so i don't know what the deal is but you have people in the roman catholic church saying this is not in the scriptures right and they become heretics you're a roman catholic calling out bullshit you're a quote-unquote christian even though today Christians all over the world are constantly arguing and fighting. So I don't even know how to define a Christian. But at least if you're going to say this religion is based on whatever and you keep adding and adding and adding endless amounts of bullshit on top of that, and you you get called a heretic, or you can be just absolutely destroyed. Because Rome is all about power and control. It always has been. And for some reason, I mean, you have to look at all dynamics as to how this developed. But that's kind of like the source of the truth movement because of how instrumental Christians were, real Christians, into where we are today and why we have any rights. And you fast forward to the constant fucking tyranny and global just tyrannical control that's going going on for hundreds of years. Eventually, the Roman Catholic Church enables the Jesuits, the Jesuit order, and these people became the most unbelievable fucking insane force against the world with what they're able to get away with. They're hiding behind a religion. And what's sad is there's a lot of Jesuits who believe in the church. They believe in this religion. And you have higher-ups who educate Jesuits at the fucking Vatican in secret 
briefings and they tell them real history, but they act like the church still exists. And there has to be some of these higher ups that, that know that, that their religion is absolute bullshit, but they will not tell their lower Jesuits that. And the tyranny gets so extreme, but it somehow comes underground where we think we have rights. You have country after country having their own constitutions. And we seem like a modern society in the world. Oh, it's just so bad. And, and now everything is, gets underground. It has to be secret. And now we're at a point where uh, the tyranny is sugarcoated. You get regular people, you get regular law enforcement participating in fake staged events. Actual cops, police officers, people who die for you, who look at themselves in the mirror, who think they're a good person, and they're participating in a fucking fake mass school shooting because they're told some bullshit. And this is going on countless times in the United States of America. And the goal of this is to disarm Americans. And why? Why do Americans have to be disarmed? Why do Australians have to be disarmed? Why do the English have to be disarmed? Why do the Scottish have to be disarmed? Whether or not the events that led to that were fake, why they wanted to disarm Americans, it's fucking tyranny. They want to enslave the world. And why? Why do they want to enslave the world? I don't have all the answers. You need to hear it from the fucking horse's mouth. But it's obvious. If you're not armed, you can't defend yourself. You cannot defend yourself against tyranny. Here we have militias. You disarmed it. Fucking citizens. You're disarming the fucking militias. So disarming Americans means no resistance. And with this fucking COVID-19 bullshit, we, we can see it. Everything seems like a test here and a test there. How these people react here. How these people react there. What are we getting away with? Like, who knows? And why is the criminal power structure so bad? I mean, I talk about the Jesuit order. It evolved into this massive, like, system. It's not even really the Jesuit order. You have... Jesuit, uh, the leader of the Jesuit is the black, the black Pope. And sometimes this person will be a Freemason. So if you ever hear like Russian vids talk about Freemasons and how they're in power, well, the leader of the Jesuits happens to be a Freemason. So I guess that claim could be valid, but it's this top tier system where the lower people are just told bullshit. They can believe bullshit and you get dwindles down all the way down to the lower people where you can get somebody comment on the streets involved in a fake event just tell them some bullshit i don't know if there's money involved there has to be and it's just it's a huge puppet show what that little monologue took me all the way back to 2014 2015 the good old days locho the good old days with people like jeffrey c red pill revolution he used to call himself pk truth you mentioned russian vids i want to come back and talk about him later because have i got an update for you about him so for listeners who are thinking to themselves what on earth are we listening to here? This guy, Locho, coming to us from California. Did you say Stockton, by the way? Yeah, shithole. <laughs> Is that the same town where the Diaz brothers come from? The UFC guys? I don't know. <laughs> I think it is. Anyhow, so this guy, Locho, back in the day, and this is going to sound crazy because a lot of the listeners here, Locho, they've only been listening to me for a year or two, maybe three or four years. They weren't here back in the truth movement days. So to the relatively new listeners, let me take you back to 2014, 15. There was this thing that I was involved in and that Locho was involved in and a whole bunch of us were involved in it and we all had our own little podcast channels and then some of us would collaborate on weekly live shows and what have you and it was called the truth movement and in this truth movement there were a bunch of people who knew that all of these school shootings and bombings and like the marathon bombings and these kinds of things were fake and then there were some problems, there were some disasters, there were some splinters and some fractures and the whole thing went to shit 
but I still remember the good old days, Locho. So it is good to be talking with you right now. When was the last time you did an interview or took part in a live show? When was the last time anybody heard from you? Well, this, this is the first time I ever did anything like this. I remember one time fakeologist asked me, like, PK wanted to do one with me, and I just I didn't see the point because it's me here sitting here talking. Like, you're not going to have any evidence. I, it doesn't matter if 100% of what I say is true. You're not going to know jack shit. It's just me talking. But I like presenting evidence. So I never saw the point of doing this unless I could prove point after, like, if I say something, then I prove it. Say something, prove it. Then that seems productive to me. I have to show the fucking evidence. Otherwise, there's no reason you should spend five seconds listening to me. It doesn't matter whether it's the truth or not. That's why they get away with this crap, because they have so much crap on the fucking internet. Why would you listen to me? A lot of people do listen to you because your channel was very popular back in the day. You could upload a video, get thousands of views, maybe tens of thousands as well. And the video of yours that I remember to this day was to do with We Like Radiation. So we'll come back and talk about that later in the show. But first, let me go through some dot points here, Locho. If any of these capture your imagination, we can talk about it first. Here's what I got written down. Truth Movement, Jeffrey C., Golden Sheeples, Ray West, Jesse War, Denise Truck Attack, We Like Radiation, Breakfast Cereal, Flat Earth, NASA, PK Truth, We Will Do It Live, The Trans-Asia Disaster, The Society of Jesus, which you've already talked about a moment ago, David Weiss, YouTube slash BitChute, expected to die, which you mentioned to me before we started recording, and Russian vids. Of all of those dot points that I've got on my little piece of paper here, which one stands out to you the most? Well, the whole thing about dying is uh, the counter-reformation. I mean, there were people who were literally burned at the stake for just simply reading the Bible. I'm not a Christian. I, I don't act like this is like something you should look into, like you believe believe the Bible, but literally just simply reading the Bible to your kids would get you burned at the stake. So... Oh God, these people and what the what they get away with. I mean, of course, I thought I could I could die at any time, but when you find out these horrific facts and people will need to know them, I don't know. Some people do stay quiet. I, I heard uh, one guy talking about how somebody wanted to learn about the Holocaust bullshit, and they they admitted that they were going to keep their mouth shut. Well, then what's the point of investigating this and learning the facts if you're going to keep your mouth shut? What's the point of being a coward? Why why do you want to learn it for your own personal whatever? That, that's a big deal, that situation. That's, that, that is the biggest, so far it's the biggest lie that I, I'm aware of. So back when I first got into all of this stuff back in like 2013, the end of 2013, there was this guy called Jeff C, or as I call him, Jeffrey. And he would always say that he's being attacked by the shields and he's getting death threats. And I was really naive back then. And I fell for this idea that the people who speak the truth about these things are in danger. And back then... This was the most common belief. The predominant belief was this was dangerous. All of these YouTubers, are, they're doing us such a favor because it's a big risk. And I actually believe that maybe I might be putting myself in danger. How ridiculous is that? Looking back. I, I've gotten death threats from idiots for, for no reason. But yeah, Jeff C, he, he believed in what he was doing. He was fighting hard. He took a leadership movement and uh, a, a leadership position. He got a lot of shit for it. But, but yeah, when you're in this kind of work and you're serious, I, I mean, it's kind of sad. I mean, he kind of he kind of turned on us when he thought the Nice France truck attack was real. And he, and he attacked somebody who's a brilliant woman, Sariba Sana. I called her a shill. It, it's almost weird seeing people you really respect just because he saw that we were screwing up pretty bad. I mean, he called me out on NASA. We, we, we could talk about NASA if you want. He was right. I was wrong. 
and I cussed him out. He Hold was, on. What were you wrong about with NASA? What was uh, he right about and you were wrong? So, <laughs> I was watching this stupid Mexican video on YouTube, and they're showing a satellite. And I guess there was a translation of what, what the guy was saying, but he was acting like aliens are visiting Earth. And I'm watching this, and I'm thinking, okay, I have all these claims about NASA. What if there's another explanation as to why I'm making these claims, and I'm just not aware of it? So the video was stupid. It was just a NASA satellite, and he's talking about whatever. He's talking to these women on the panel. <laughs> it's a really stupid video, but at least it got me looking at what I was uploading. And I wasn't planning on debunking myself, but I was, like, slowly seeing that I was making statements that were false. And I was like, okay, so I said one thing that was false. It wasn't a big deal. I still thought NASA was complete bullshit. So I'll go to the video because YouTube will let you snip out a piece of the video. So the video will still be up no matter how many views it has or whatever. People can have it in their favorites. But that little piece that I had that was wrong would be missing. And it would be a little bit shorter. And I wasn't trying to debunk myself, but slowly I kept finding out I was wrong about this and that and this. And the, and the worst one was, uh, do you remember Science Frontier? No. Oh, he has a, he had a video about the NASA hoax, and he, he was like a scuba tanks in space. And I showed that clip. And th when I found out that was just an astronaut's knee, it was not a scuba tank in a, in a water tank. <laughs> it was just literally just an astronaut's knee. I was like, oh, my God, I thought that was, like, obvious evidence. Uh, it's just, I think that was the point where I uh, retracted big time. I was just, that, that, was, the, that was the time uh, I just, I almost quit. And Russian Bids uploaded a video calling me Benedict Arnold. Like, I just found out I was wrong about so much about NASA. Today, the only thing I know NASA is lying about is the geoengineering in the skies. And there's some weird things I can still talk about, but I, I don't know what they're actually lying about beyond... Uh, Space exploration. If I've heard you correctly, so you uploaded a video saying that NASA were lying about something, then you decided that actually they weren't lying about that. Is that what you're saying? Well, it was a compilation of videos I made over the years, and when I found out I was wrong about something, I would just snip it out, because I would make these compilations, and then I would be like, please upload, re-upload this. And I had like a 40-minute video, and finding, like, you remember I, I was talking about... Uh, the women's hair in, in the International Space Station? Yeah, actually. Because <laughs> well, it looks like she's got spray, like she's got, um, her hair's been done with spray cans, yeah? Yeah, well, when you find out you made so many mistakes about other things, you start to think, is there a logical reason why this woman's hair might actually look like this? Like, could she really be in space? And I realized, yeah, the, the woman that I showed with her hair flowing in the air in zero G, she didn't wash her hair and then let it dry in zero G. So I don't know what that would actually look like. And maybe the woman's hair in the, the International Space Station, maybe it wasn't properly washed and then it dries in zero G. I still don't understand why it'd be so stiff, but I realized experimentation needs to be done if I'm going to be making some kind of statements. So I was just like, wow, I just, I screwed up so bad. And some of the people who pushed some of the points I was making, I think they were genuine, like Science Frontier. I think he was a genuine guy. He was going to make part two of his bogus NASA reentry vehicles, and he never ended up doing it. I don't know what happened. I fakeologist interviewed him one time. He did an excellent interview with, with a fakeologist. So this guy's a genuine, genuine guy, and so, sometimes we just screw up bad. I don't know how I could screw up that bad with NASA, though. So just for the listeners who might have lost us along the way there, today, do you believe NASA is sending people into space? 
I, I hate that word believe. I like to know. I like to prove it. I mean, I'm hearing they're going to send people to the moon now <laughs> and a woman, but they're not going to land on the moon and it's going to take so many years to do it. I just, I mean, you could ask me, do I believe nuclear weapons exist? I mean, what does it matter what I believe? I just, I, I made a lot of mistakes and I wish I had the resources to really find out and just expose whatever lies we want to know. Hypothetically, hypothetically, suppose I run an online betting company and I give you 10,000 free bet, right? This is a free bet, but you have to bet it on something. And I'm offering two options. There are people floating around on the International Space Station in real life, or there isn't. And you've got to pick one of the two. So you can't know for sure. But if you had to make your best guess, because I'm giving you even money, whichever one you get right, if you get it right, you win money. If you, if you don't, you lose money. And you have to get, you have to put the money on. It's a free bet. What would you put your money on? What's your best guess? I, I have to accept it because I need I need something to prove something is false. So if I if I fail at that and I've made countless mistakes, I mean, how could I? Now, this is a hypothetical, though. Don't worry, we're going to prove it. Me and and my buddies are going to prove it one way or the other. So all you have to do is just make your best guess hypothetically. I've made so many mistakes. I just, I don't want to, like, what what is the point of talking to me if I'm going to say something else that's false? I just don't want to do that. I just want to show what I know, what the facts are. Whatever's happening in the world, the the, the tyranny and global genocide, that is the problem. So whatever they're fucking doing, whatever NASA is actually doing, who fucking cares? People are being annihilated. Why don't these fucking bastards do something? For the record, listeners, my money is on no people in space and no nuclear bombs. And this guy, Locho, was one of the three people whose work I first found who were showing the problems with the nuclear bombs. It was you, Locho, a guy called Ray West from a website called BigLies.org. Does that ring a bell? Are you familiar with this guy? Ray West. Nuclear I've seen that site. And then Jesse War. Does that name ring a bell? No, but I, the whole nuclear bombs thing, yeah, it, I saw videos. I don't know who presented them. But didn't you make a video about nuclear bombs? You were the one who was singing, we like radiation. They're complete bullshit. And they have to be bullshit. There's no way there's all these nuclear weapons, these nuclear warheads all over the world just ready to go off. We're we're under complete control. At this point, you're not confident if the nukes exist or not. Because I'm very confident they don't. I would put a lot of money on it. With the pictures. If I had money, money, I'd bet it on nukes being a hoax. The pictures of Hiroshima, it looks like everything burned straight down. It, look, it looks like Tokyo. It looks like it was firebombed. But then I realized, I don't know if those streets were cleared off. Like, when was that picture taken where the streets are all clear and it, it looks like everything burned down? I don't know if those streets were cleared or not, and I doubt it. it was same thing with, with NASA and nuclear weapons. I'm, I'm in the same boat. I have no fucking idea, so I can't talk about it. Well, we'll move on to another topic in a second. But first, for the listeners who don't know, Lotro made a video. And we're going back to like 20... 15, I reckon, 15 or 16, and you made a video looking at the old archival footage of supposed yeah. atomic testing. There was one clip where they showed, this is meant to be real footage, by the way, supposedly, where they showed the bomb going off and then a whole bunch of army troops or something running towards the bomb, and then you were singing, we like radiation. And so for a period there, that was like a meme in our little scene, we like radiation. So Lotjo back in the day was a memeologist, if you like, but then eventually he just disappeared. And now that I'm talking to you, now that I'm hearing from you, I can see why. It sounds like you kind of started to doubt yourself a little bit. That's what it sounds like. Well, I just find like I had, remember I told you, Vance Skeptic uh, called me out because Ivy Mike, 
U.S. first first H bomb test. There's a really bad video online. And it looks fake as hell. And when I found out that there was HD footage, because Event Skeptic, if you find out who this guy is, he seems to have gone off the rails. But at least he called me out on the crater that was there. So I don't think he's a shill. If if you ever listen to this guy and he sounds ridiculous, I think I think he's serious. He's not trying to put out bullshit because. A shill would never call out somebody for their mistakes. And I was like, holy shit, that, that crater really does exist. And then I found out Ivy Mike had a HD footage of that event, and it still looks bizarre as hell. You have this thing balloon and these bubbles within the quote-unquote explosion. It just does not look realistic. And there's also, a, I think it was claimed 15 million pictures per second where you can see this thing balloon in slow motion, which I don't know how they could possibly fucking do that. I wish I had that video where they claimed that happened. But overall, I have no idea what the situation with, with nuclear weapons is. That's fair enough. So you got into YouTubing. Do you remember what year you started uploading the YouTube videos? In 2013, uh, it was near the end of the year where I quit my job at Trader Joe's Warehouse. And I had this uh, coworker. I would show him. I love science. I always bring in science magazines and we talk about science. He was a communist, and I ended up quitting. But he told me about, um, oh, God, it's detective and and the CIA drug running in Los Angeles. So I I started finding out how corrupt the United States was, but I I thought we still had a country. And after I quit, despite all my uh, science-watching videos, there was this documentary that was on the History Channel that was called The Men Who Killed Kennedy. And there were several episodes, and I would just watch them here and there, just confused as to why this exists. Because in my mind, science exposes everything. <laughs> there could be no conspiracy. There could be no cover-ups. Science is science. You can't hide from science. So I would watch these just confused, like, why does this exist? I, not my thought process, just probably why I watch them so many times, just not understanding what I'm watching. And then one day I was watching one of them and uh, it hit me like a ton of bricks that not only did they uh, assassinate John F. Kennedy, they also killed a lot of people as as a result of the cover-up. And I became horrified. And I was like, who the fuck has this kind of power to not only eliminate a president, eliminate people, even people in law enforcement, and even have influence over the fucking media? And the only name that came to mind was Rothschild because it's the only fucking name I knew. It turns out later on in the years, yeah, the Rothschild banking dynasty, that's a huge gear in what we're talking about. But I don't know. I was looking at random shit. And at that time, you could go on YouTube and you can actually learn some stuff. Even those amount amounts of bullshit in your way, there was a lot of reality out there. And I came across a, now I'm in 2014. Oh, my God. That 2014 January, I was listening to Alex Jones. I didn't know shills existed. This fucking piece of shit. He would say things that are false, and I thought, well, maybe he's just saying something that's false. He he means well. But somebody had a video about uh, Bill Cooper, who was actually murdered, and he was calling out uh, Alex Jones, and Alex Jones had Bill Cooper on his show. They had a good conversation. Then later, Alex Jones says, oh, Bill Cooper was drunk. He was cussing, blah, blah, blah. Beyond that, uh, Alex Jones's Y2K rant, that I, it lasted for a long time. Bill Cooper was like, this person is not legitimate. Listen to what he's saying. 
he's instilling fear in all these people based on nothing. Apparently, Patriots ran for the fucking hills over this. And listening to Alex Jones and his crap, I was like, this guy is not genuine. He is detrimental to what we're trying to do. He's doing it on purpose, obviously. So that was the first time the idea of a shill entered my mind. Like, not only are these people doing all their outrageous shit, they got low people like Alex Jones, and he, he he's huge. With his info wars, it's like a safe safety net. When you have the truth movement, you need a safety net where whistleblowers can come to you, the regular people will come to you, you can have the whistleblowers on and make them look like idiots and act like a nut job, and then people will just, you, you'll become a joke. Alex Jones is a punchline to people. To, they don't know what's going on. And he's he's still doing his thing. So you're watching him in 2014. Now, that's roughly when I sort of come into the picture. I started a podcast in the middle of 2014, roughly. By that stage, I've been watching some of these videos for about a year. So at that time, you had like the leaders, the most well-known people in the so-called truth movement. And again, for those of you who are pretty new here, like the last few years, back in 2014 on YouTube, as Lotjo just said, okay, there was lots of bullcrap on YouTube, but you could actually find good stuff. And they yeah. didn't censor. You could even find videos. If you just, suppose you wanted to learn about crisis acting, shooting or something. If you put that into the results, the top result would be someone like Jeff C or Russian Vids or someone like this. These days, if you put that in, It'll come up with some official video calling conspiracy theorists crazy or something. Back then, you could easily find the stuff you wanted. And then the autoplay would auto. So if you saw a GFC video, next would be PK or next would be Red Pill Revolution or something like this. So once you got started, it was very easy to quickly dive into all of this. It was so different to how it is now. So anyway, so 2014, the big people were GFC, Red Pill, PK, these kinds of people. And then for a while there, Locho, everybody w was mostly getting along. Some people accused each other of being shills, but people were mostly getting along. There was a weekly show called We'll Do It Live. Does this ring a bell for you? Does this bring back any memories? We'll Do It Live. Amazing work. Were you a regular listener to their show? I was just being the chat. I mean, uh, there was like one time uh, Truth Media Revolution asked me, why, did, why didn't you ever join our chats? I mean... What am I supposed to do? Sit, sit there and talk? Like, I want to present evidence and, and expose whatever. And I was wrong about a lot. I learned so much since then. I'm so glad I was never part of We'll Do It Live. I was an idiot. It's just, I, I knew bare, barely anything. The, the amount of shit I learned within the last five years, it, it's really upsetting and shocking. But I would just, I would have spouted so much crap that's not true. I'm just glad that did not happen. Can I say, man, I don't think it's the wrong way, but I'm, this, I'm actually surprised. You seem very cynical about what you were saying back then. Like you sound like you kind of regret it or something like that. A lot of people that you'll see as credible researchers, they're going to say something that's false. It's just it's the way it is. I, I hate it. And that's part of the reason why uh, when I reach out to people, probably why they don't end up talking to me like i have all this information you're a whistleblower here i am i want to talk to you i want to present some information and they just don't get back to me it's just it's insane how words just so scattered all over the place and lost meanwhile the criminals in power are all lockstep and even though you have all these idiots believing different things and following different orders and 
whatever gets them to do what needs to be done they're they're all lockstep like some kind of fucking military i don't i don't know what you would call it but us <laughs> we're trying to do the right thing and we're at each other's throats and we don't believe each other and somebody might be saying the right thing that's true and they're not proving it to you and how are you supposed to know they're telling the truth and then maybe they're really educated in what they're saying and they they know damn well what they're saying is right but they're just not proving it to you it's just it's chaos in the truth truth movement. Well, it certainly was back then. So let's fast forward. The end of 2014, by this stage, Truth, uh, what was his name? Red Pill Revolution, Jeffrey C., PK, they're all friends. They're doing a weekly show. They're getting hundreds of live viewers every week. The live the people, chat's going nuts. That That is the truth movement. Even though I'm talk, I, I know a lot of law enforcement, really credible, and people that did amazing work. When I think of the truth movement, I'm, I'm thinking of those people you're mentioning. Because... Of, the, of what they reached, what they presented, when you could show a state, staged event, like PK, showing the LAX dummy being wheeled in a fucking wheelchair. I mean, people need to see reality. And in five seconds, you can realize, this is bullshit. And that's how important that was. That's why PK was so important. And he, see, he now was, this is the Locho I remember, folks. This is the Locho I remember, the passion about the hoaxes. See, this is how it used to be before all the self-doubt. So anyway, so the end of the year comes... They have an award called an award show called the Golden Sheeples. Do you remember this? I think he was in San Francisco too. I, I hope he's doing well. I can't remember uh, Planetary Mirror. He had a That's right. Called- Planetary Mirror. Yep. Yeah, he's he's an amazing guy. I, I don't know what happened. Uh, he he did great work. My memory is he left after the TransAsia fracture, which we'll come back and talk about in a moment. But for listeners who weren't there, please indulge me while I take this trip down memory lane. This was back when the truth movement seemed like it was real, it was growing, people were genuine, and like we were actually achieving something. And we had this end-of-year Golden Sheeples Award, and so they invited a few of us on. And I remember that day, I remember being in my apartment in Brisbane, just drinking some beers with these guys, doing this live stream. Everybody was having so much fun. And Planetary Mirror and somebody else, they came up with all of these award clips for like best crisis actor of the year, worst (laughs) hoax of the year, all of these things. It was so much fun. Everything seemed wonderful. Fast forward a couple of months, and there's a TransAsia disaster. Tell me, Lotro, what comes to your mind when I say TransAsia disaster? First time I deleted my channel, I was horrified because I was on a train in Mexico, and they're doing a We'll Do Us Live, and uh, Truth Media Revolution brings up that event at the end of the show. And they don't really get into it because he brings it up so late. And I'm on the train going to Mexico. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And apparently it was being claimed that uh, this might be a fake event. And this event, oh, God. I, mean, I guess it was inevitable. It doesn't matter if it was this event. It would have been another event. I mean, we have uh, Jeff C. claiming the Nice French truck attack is real. <laughs> came later, though. The, the Nice thing came about a year later. But TransAsia was the first thing where Jeffrey and PK and Red Pill Revolution oh, decided to have an on-air argument. So that's when it went from everyone was happy and everyone's having a good time to suddenly we're going to split into two different camps. That was the first event that set all of that in motion. Yeah, because uh, I thought it was a fake event and I was making comments on videos and I thought if I delete when, when I, uh, like, what's his name, Max Malone was with, I don't know if it was with Jeff C, but he was talking about um, 
compression in the video and why it might seem like a pole might be in front of something, even though it's behind. And I learned about that. And, uh, I mean, I don't know what your position on <laughs> Max Malone, but he, he did great work too. And I heard a lot of valid points during that whole transaction thing. And I, I realized this, this might actually be a real plane, plane crash. And I got horrified because I was making these comments on these videos that might be false. And, I would never want to do that. So I thought if I delete my fucking channel, maybe all these stupid ass comments will be erased. And then I ended up in Mexico and, uh, well, of course I, I have to keep doing my thing cause I know too much. So I started a channel again and, uh, kept doing my NASA uploads and other things. I mean, I named the channel learn the Jesuit order. I don't know if that was the name of the channel before that, but yeah, that trans Asia thing, I, I think, that situation was inevitable. It, it probably didn't matter what event, event it was, but this is like how we are always at each other's throats. So for listeners, again, I need to give them context because the people who were there back then and on my website, there's about a hundred members and maybe 20 of them were there back then. So for them, this is like a trip down memory lane, but for the rest, they're like, what the hell are you guys talking about? So around 2012 or 13, Google releases what they call Google Hangouts. So what happens is all these YouTubers who talk about the hoaxes, now they start talking live on the air. So that was back then, that was a new technology. This is before Zoom, before all of this stuff. When they first released the Google Hangouts, that opened the door for regular people to start broadcasting together. And so some of these people started getting together, doing these live shows, getting a live crowd, all the rest of it. And it was going really well. And then, like I said, 2014, we had the Golden Sheeples, and that was the year that I got involved. So you've got people from around the world getting together, having fun, mocking the hoaxes. About February 2015, I want to say, there's this plane crash in uh, Taiwan, the Trans-Asia disaster. Some plane like turns, what do you call it when it turns 90 degrees on its side? Was that banking? It suddenly just banks and then straight into the drink, straight into the water. And then there was uh, footage of the survivors in the middle of the river standing on the plane. And so back then, everybody used to just say this stuff was fake, especially because a lot of the footage looked fake. Like the plane cut through, how does a plane cut through a concrete bridge? It doesn't make any sense. But anyway, so everyone thought that the We'll Do It Live people, everyone was going to say that this is a fake event, right? We thought that Jeff would say this is a fake event. We all thought we were on the same page. Their first episode of We'll Do It Live, Red Pill's like, oh, gee, this, um, this plane thing looks like it's fake or looks like it's a hoax. And then Jeffrey gets all, uh, what do you call it, um, indignant. And he's like, how can you say that? Uh, that's very disrespectful to the families. Yeah. And I'm listening to this. I think I was at work that day. I was at work, but I was listening live because most of the time I didn't have to do too much, too much work. I'm listening I'm like, is this guy serious? Like at first I thought he was joking or doing a bit, but then it starts getting awkward because he starts saying, no, you can't say that. That's very disrespectful to the families. And it's like, this is a guy who makes videos saying that all these shootings are fake, all these bombings are fake. And now he's saying that you can't say it's fake because it's disrespectful to the families. And then he started saying, why are we talking about an event that doesn't matter? It's on the other side of the world. And then PK is like, Jeff, I'm on the other side of the world. Like, what are you talking about? All of these events matter. And it turned into a fight. And then next thing you know, everyone fractured into, into separate groups. There was the Jeffrey group. And then there was the Red Pill Revolution and PK group. And it split the so-called truth movement into two parts. Locho, what say you? Jeffrey, uh, Jeff C. took a leadership movement. I, I needed to do that. And I didn't. So like... Uh, Remember back when I thought uh, NASA was a complete hoax, I'd have these flat earthers on my channel commenting. 
And I thought, well, why do these people think the Earth is flat? It can't be that hard to determine the shape of the Earth, even if NASA's bullshit, because I thought NASA was bullshit. And I looked into it. I made a video. It seems so fucking obvious because people make Star Trail videos or pictures and you have a celestial sphere that's different on either side of the earth. And then you find out you, the reason why you see the whole fucking sky, the half of the sky of stars is because those stars are so far away from you. And I made this simple, simplistic video as to obviously the earth is round and the, the fucking flat earthers were commenting and, and being angry. And I was like, you know what, whatever. I just delete the video. I'm not here to argue with people. I'm here to present evidence. If you want to think the earth's flat, that's fine. I'm here to present crimes. That's the problem. People are fucking dying. I don't give a shit about anything. That is the problem. Well, that's the interesting thing with the timeline there, Locho. So the Transasia was like, I think February 2015, the, the so-called truth movement gets split into two pieces, completely down the middle. And then Jeffrey and Red Pill seem to be adding fuel to the fire, like they're enjoying, they're enjoying all of this. And then you know, people start crying on the air about, how much it's hurting them, and this is hurting the truth movement. The whole thing was like a big um, reality TV drama. And then a few months after that is when Flat Earth hit the scene. And so if the, if the so-called truth movement wasn't already destroyed by this stage, Flat Earth took the two pieces that were left and then smacked them apart as well. So within the space of months, what seemed yeah. like such a cool thing was uh, practically destroyed. Mark Sargent, I mean, th- these aren't real people. Like, she- you know, I told you about uh, 153news.net. The guy that runs that, Jason Boss, he's a flat earther. He's not a shill. He really believes it. He's a great guy. He worked for Google. I don't want to argue with that guy. He did amazing work. But, yeah, and that whole flat earth thing, a lot of these people did, didn't seem genuine. Well, I've got some um, inside information for you about that. So let's talk about that in the second hour. Just as we wrap up this first hour, which has a wider audience because this is public, I've got a bunch of topics here. You've mentioned Flat Earth a couple of times. Do you still follow any of this stuff online? Like, you still watch this 152 news website, which I'll link to in the show notes below, but how involved are you with this stuff now? I'm pretty much in the dark. I, I did have an account on 153news.net, but when they, <laughs> in our line of work with this uh, Ukraine war, I, I, a lot of people are claiming it's a complete hoax, nobody's dying. I, I had to leave. I just I couldn't stomach it. I mean, you have people claiming nobody died in World War II. Nobody died on 9-11. If you were to ask me, what events are fake and what events are real? Monumental amounts of these school shootings in the United States, they're fake. You have law enforcement involved. People are not dying. You have the Oklahoma City bombing. People actually died in that. You have 9-11. Probably over 2,000 people died in that. People do die. And that's part of the problem, too. It's just when you're... Being when when you realize you're being shown fake events where people are actually dying, it's easy it's easy to say that John F. Kennedy was not assassinated. This video is complete bullshit. This is why it's fake, and some people will buy it if they're aware that they're being taken for a ride and they're being shown so much fucking fake bullshit. I mean, I was wrong about NASA, and a lot of people just latched on, even though I was wrong. Okay, then. So I'm going to say to you something, and you tell me if it jogs your memory. Nobody died, nobody got hurt, period. Who does that remind you of? Yeah, I don't know that guy. Dave J. I th- he might have actually done some good work. I mean, I he listened did. to He's the reason why I listened to the dinosaurs not existing. 
Yeah, Dave Jacob did some good work. And I had him as a guest on this conversation series a couple of years ago, I think for like episode seven or eight. And to this day, think of all the people I've interviewed, all the people I've spoken with, I've done literally hundreds of podcasts. Only once have I had to say to myself in my head during an interview, we need to cut this short. We're done here. It's over. And it was Dave J. Crazy Dave J. Yeah, I don't even know if he's crazy. I don't know what his deal is. I'll tell you what his deal is in a second hour. We need to wrap up this first hour. So for the listeners who are going to be leaving us after the first hour, who won't be joining us for the second hour, what would you like to leave the listeners with as we wrap up the first hour of this presentation? I used to say on my channel, investigate anything before you believe. <laughs> I used to say, uh, investigate what you're told before you believe anything, but I don't know how you're supposed to do that now because so much is censored. I mean, it's just wipe off the internet. What are you supposed to do? It's a different world these days. And I want to talk about that in a second now. So here's my dot points, Locho. You stay tuned right there. I've got Truth Movement, Jeffrey C., Golden... We've already spoken about the Golden Sheeples, and I'm going to treat the second hour of this call like the Golden Sheeples. I've got a couple of beers in the fridge. I want to just sit back, relax, and laugh at the hoaxes. We'll talk about Ray West, Jesse War. I'm not joking about this. That day, the Golden Sheeples, I'm telling you, that was one of the most fun things I've done in the nine years that I've been doing this. And I've done some cool things since I got into all of this. I've met people in real life. I've traveled to Estonia. I've traveled to England. People have come to come and see me. We've had amazing times. I've got to interview cool people. But that Golden Sheeples, back when I thought this stuff was real, like the, the truth movement was real, that was so much fun, man. And if I ever do meet Planetary Mirror, man, I'd love to buy that guy a beer. Like that was just a wonderful day. And I hope the listeners can tell from listening to us, like there was a t- it didn't used to be like the way it is now. It used to be a different time. That, that's how I got sucked into all of this. That's how I got sucked into all of this because it used to be different. You know what I'm trying to say? If somebody looks at me today and says, JLB, you have just wasted nine of the best years of your life on a fake movement that's going nowhere. How did this happen? I'll be like, well, yes, I agree with you. However, there's a reason why this happened. Like the amount of information you learned, like who wants to be lied to? You're like living a fake life. You die in front of a television. Who wants that? If it's all lies and bullshit. Dude, the normies want it, and so do most of the so-called truthers. Because look what happened after Transasia. They all disappeared and went back to their normie lives. Some of, some of them, yeah. All right, so we're going to talk about that. The Nice truck attack. Boy, have I got some stories for you about that. Remember Jeffrey? So if you ever hear me say, my heart goes out to the families, that's me ripping off Jeffrey, who, by the way, a couple of years ago, news came through that he was no longer with us. Is that really true? We'll talk about your work on the breakfast cereal. I don't even know if you remember what I'm talking about. Because you made so many videos, you might not remember this one, but I'll jog your memory. Flat Earth, I can see you want to get that one off your chest. NASA, PK Truth, I've got some stories for you about that as well. We've already spoken about We'll Do It Live. The Translation Disaster, already talked about that. The Society of Jesus, a lot of people don't really know much about the Jesuits. So I want to get your thoughts on that. David Weiss, oh boy, have I got some information for you about that guy. YouTube bit shoot. Russian vids, Russian vids popped up in a mainstream so-called documentary last year, and no one seems to know about it. This is the guy who used to say that if your YouTube gets more than 10,000 views, you're a paid shill. Now he's going on freaking Channel One in the UK under an anonymous <laughs> alias, but you can tell it's him. It's clearly him. So we'll talk about that. We've got tons to talk about here, brother. So I'm going to go and get myself a beer. We'll come back and record the second hour, which could become three hours. I don't know. It's going to be a lot of fun. So if people want that, just go to johnthebond.com or bombstations.com. I've got with me Locho, who was a legend of the truth movement for the couple of years that it lasted. And maybe if he has fun today, folks, and we get some positive comments in the conversation below, 
maybe we can coax him to come and do more of these shows in the future. Get some more Lotjo uploads. What do you think? There's no problem with that. All right, guys, go and check the show notes. Link to hour two in the show notes below. We'll see you in just a moment for Bombersations number 30 on May 11, 2023. John the Bod coming to you from beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria. Lotjo coming to you from Stockton, California. We'll see you for hour two in just a moment, and we'll both have ourselves a beer. Ciao, ciao. You've been listening to Bombersations. Find more episodes at johnlebon.com. We appreciate and thank all of the supporters who make this possible. Now have yourself a lovely day. It wasn't a tent. It was this magnificent thing. With regard to nobody died, nobody got hurt in these wars. Who's cutting my clap? Where's Larry Crown? Remember, you got the flu. How dare you?